This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That dog's older than most of the people on TikTok right now. Oh, no, it's okay. It's okay. Nobody's going to see this. I'm, I'm from UPI.com. I got to say quartet. Why can't you just say four kittens <laughs> rescued in a danger of electrocution? So Much less words. Four kittens. Quartet of kittens. I mean. I'm glad you got eaten by the shark, you piece of shit. That shook my balls, man. <laughs> Florida's one of those states that deserves um, sun bears more than anybody else come up with another name booty something you know not cops not police you know booty man in the realm of beard loss a trio strong and true you've been branded in beard loss with tales both old and new their whiskers like a forest their knowledge like a stream guiding us through beardom and culinary dream beard loss the sage of facial grace with whiskers flowing setting the pace you've been the gesture in clouds of green laughs and wisdom and sight unseed brandon j mcdermott food daddy supreme a feast effects a culinary dream we did it we're back episode 214 and if you're looking and saying that motherfucker doesn't look like you that's right that's toby toby is making a special guest appearance yeah it's not even a special guest Toby's coming on, being a co-host for the Thursday show, and we can't thank him enough. And guys, we got some pretty cool news. I, I think I, I, I told Toby backstage, but we're obviously a part of the Deluxe Edition Network, and we kept continuing saying, hey, we're 2024. It's going to be the year of us. But announcing the podcast of the month, like we do every single week, Take on the World podcast, which is per- fairly new to the Deluxe Edition Network, and the Beard Laws podcast is the Deluxe Edition podcast of the month as well so we're super thankful for that and the guys over there and they're really ramping things up their goal is to potentially have 50 podcasts 
by the end of this year. And it's been wild. A lot of people trying to join it. So again, if you have a podcast and you're super excited about it, hit them up. There's uh, all sorts of stuff. But either way, check them out. Deluxe Edition Network. Dot com super excited the voice you're hearing it's me it's matt we mentioned toby's in the house what's up toby uh not much man i'm just i'm i'm actually uh glad that you hit me up when you did because my alarm um was not set because it was um daylight savings uh daylight saving time and as the wife was like hey don't worry i'll get up tomorrow you just go ahead and sleep in i was like oh great so i didn't set an alarm and all of a sudden i hear Prum! i was like what was that i checked my phone that's like hey um you still good for today i was like huh? yep <laughs> yeah he's like do you still need me? do you need me or something i'm like hey, if you want man well that's cool i woke you up that's uh daylight savings time man we'll, we'll get into that in a minute but obviously brandon jay mcdermott hopefully i didn't wake you up as well i i think i did a couple weeks ago no you didn't wake me up uh we uh celebrated my uh daughter's three-year-old birthday today third what was that yeah. Third, third, three, dear. <laughs> uh, we celebrated her birthday this morning and uh, had a, you know, when you're three, you don't really have to have a lot of people over. So I was like, honey, let's just make this a small thing. We'll have lots of balloons. She'll be happy presents. She'll be happy cake. Um, so got her a yeah. trampoline and some other toys and she's excited. Ooh. I tried to sleep in today. 644 is as long as I could sleep in. <laughs> yeah. I was so pumped too, but apparently, uh, yeah. Had a little bit of a longer day yesterday, and I crashed way too early and woke up, and it was like 5.40, and I'm like, God damn it. And I'm like, oh, 6.40. All right, I slept in. Good for me. So, But we didn't tell any of the kids that it was daylight savings time, so they woke up pretty confused today. I told the wife um, last night before we went to bed, like, hey, this, the, the dogs are used to getting fed at 8, so they're usually up by 7.30, you know. Um, be prepared. It's daylight saving time. They're not. They're not going to want to be in bed until we want to get up at eight, which is their nine. And she was like, "It'll be fine." Six o'clock in the morning, I take a paw to the face. <sighs> oh, I was like, "What?" And I look at the clock. I was like, "I knew it. I knew it." So I rolled over, looked at the wife. I was like, "Hey, you take care of that." <laughs> <laughs> You're on dog duty. Speaking of dogs, a uh, little bit of some sad news, but the world's oldest dog died. There was a 31-year-old dog in Portugal that passed away. And I was like, I was thinking 30, not in dog years, 31 years old. He's, he, the dog owned a couple of Guinness records. His name was Bobby, B-O-B-I, a purebred. I'm sure you guys Could it even of it. walk anymore? I'm going to tell you what, for 31 years old, this dog looks pretty good. Um, I'd have to say standing in front of his Guinness records. That dog was 31 years old when it passed away. Yeah. Dude, tank girl looks worse than that. And she's 12. Yep. But yeah, 31 year old dog. That's what is that in dog years? Are they seven or 10? It's seven, seven years. So Ooh. 210, 200 some odd years old. Wow. That's uh that's unbelievable. Lived on a farm in Portugal, had uh, lived with four cats. The dog was born May 11th, 1992, Oof. when his owner at the time was only eight years old. That dog's older than most of the people on TikTok right now. Yeah. 
he claimed this by outliving Bluey, an Australian cattle dog who died in 1939 at 29 years old. So that's uh, I didn't even know, dude. I like I would have guessed if you would have asked me, Toby, how old do you think the oldest dog is, or what do you what do you think the record is for the oldest dog in the world? I'd be like, I don't know, like 22. I would have never yeah. guessed like, oh, 28, 30. 31 years and 165 days. Cool looking dog. Apparently their life expectancy of those dogs is 10 to 14 years. That owner got his money's worth. What cool. That's the, I mean, that's a pretty standard life expectancy for a dog, I'd, I'd say. Because that's, that's what, it, for a boxer, I think it's like uh, 10 to, uh, 8 to 11. Yep. Which is about what and... the same is for our Great Danes. Which I always thought a Great Dane was a much less life expectancy but yep and then cats they seem to live for friggin ever it's like yeah. especially when you if you're not a cat guy and you end up with cats and then the cats end up living for like 25 years and you're like you goddamn thing you're just waiting for that cat to you know hey you're gonna stop probably being able to walk you're gonna start suffering we'll put you down and it's like no we're just gonna be con- we're gonna be healthy as could be until all of a sudden you look down and you're dead yeah at least that's, that's uh... what's happened with us average life expectancy of a squirrel kept in captivity is 20 years so oh shit got that to look forward to (laughs) well it's it's like it's like you could hear you were being talked about who um all right so let's ask you this because i hit up the googles what do you think the world's oldest cat ever recorded was oh that's gotta be like i'd be willing to bet that's like 40 years i was gonna say 35 okay well it's right in the middle 38 years old in three days know what the name of this cat was i'm brandon i think you're gonna appreciate this more than us cream puff Nice. The oldest cat to ever live was Cream Puff, a Texas cat who lived to be 38 years old, three days, was born 67, died 2005, was a Guinness World Record holder. Holy shit. Yeah. I can't. Man, that's... I can't imagine having to clean a litter box for 35 years. No, the (laughs) oldest living cat right now is 27 and is apparently deaf, it can't see, and not very good health. So that one, I have to imagine, is not going to break the Guinness record at 38. So if anybody out there listening has a super old cat, tw- older than 27 years, get a hold of Guinness, get a hold of some people, your cat could potentially be famous, especially if it can live to 38 years old in four days. And if you have a cat that does that, good luck for you, because that means you've probably cleaned a litter box for, let's be honest, half of your life for one yeah. cat. See, and that's that, listen. This is the whole reason why I can't wait until all my cats are gone. First of all, I'm not a huge cat fan to begin with. Most cats are just kind of like, and they do their own thing all day. You're like, come here, kitty, let me pet you. And it's like, and it's, they puke and shit. I love my dogs, man. I'm sorry. It's not that I hate cats, but I, I, I definitely love my dogs. And Brandon, I, you're a cat guy, right? I've you always are. been a dog guy, which is what's funny. But we, in the last. 13 years have been a cat guy out of uh, necessity because we weren't allowed to have pets, but it's much easier to sneak a cat than it is a dog in their apartment. True. So we got one, but uh, I, when you win and you guys have heard this over and over again, when you win over a cat, it's much tougher to win over it than to win over a dog. So it, it means more, at least personally. And I'll also say Toby's right with how tough it is to like some cats just want to be on their own. I, I got a cat. We rescued that. She's sweet. She's nice. You can pet her for a little bit, but she does not want you to pick her up. But I got another cat we got when he was 10 weeks old. This fucker is a dog. He <laughs> needs to, like, he has to sleep under the blanket with me with his head upside down 
in my palm where his eyes are hidden in my palm. Like it's just yep. the weirdest dog cat I've ever seen in my life. I've uh, I've had I've had cats that are like that. Um but the majority of our cats are usually I mean they'll like you said, they'll still let you pet them. I we've got one that we rescued when it I mean it it couldn't have been six weeks old. We found it underneath a house while we were remodeling a motorcycle clubhouse and we bring it home. And my wife called it spits because anytime you got anywhere close to it, it would go. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a bad sign. Why are we keeping this cat? Still doesn't. If you go anywhere near it, I'm just like, fuck this cat, man. I got to deal with this cat possibly for another 10 years. Like, God damn. Plus, how many times do you see in the news or whatever, like cat rescued from tree, cat rescued from here? Like I, I was just scrolling through some of the, the news before we jumped in here. And there was one, even a Connecticut utility worker was doing maintenance in a high voltage area. And there was a quartet of kittens in this area. What, what's a quartet? I sound like an idiot. How many is that? Four? Wow, why do they? Ooh, I'm I'm from UPI.com. I gotta say quartet. Why can't you just say four kittens <laughs> rescued in a danger of electrocution? So God, I, much, I feel like much less words. Four kittens, quartet of kittens. I mean, yeah, I wasn't I, even I, sure if I was gonna say it right. I I feel like they would have really fucked you up if they would have said five cats, because that's quintet. That's quintet, oh. and you would have been like a fucking what? Like at least quartet, quarter, right? Yeah. So four. As soon as you said it, it makes sense. Because then quartet but not, but is like quintent doesn't. Too. Why does what's quintent? Where does that word fucking come from? Guy named Quinn. That fuck Quentin. I'm glad you got eaten by the shark, you piece of shit. Yep, that's what you deserve. You know what I also didn't realize that there was a big bear population in Florida. Like when I think Florida, I think gators, and I think there's a lot of bears. There is a ridiculous amount of articles this week for whatever reason that bears are just wreaking havoc in florida i feel like florida is one of those florida is one of those states that deserves um sun bears more than anybody else (laughs) i said what i said (laughs) right here apparently a bear went trick-or-treating in a florida neighborhood and helped itself to a mouthful of candy from an unattended bowl this person (laughs) with a name that i'm not even going to try to pronounce um, was out trick-or-treating with her kids in a Lake Mary neighborhood when they spotted a bear. Then they, So, you know, you're out with your kids, trick-or-treating. So instead of, you know, potentially calling somebody, what do you do these days? You take out your phone and you just record a video of a wild bear eating candy in a neighborhood full of kids. So Of course you do. Yep. Yeah. So you know what the family did? The bear started to get a little too close. You know what they do? They drove away in their golf cart. If that's not Florida, I don't know what is. That is Lake Mary. If you ask me, that that's a family d- that doesn't understand the land speed of a bear. Yeah. Is it like thirty miles an hour, twenty five miles an hour? A, a bear can run. They're pretty quick. Uh, Lake. Yeah, well, if that Mary, golf cart was electric, it, they they're just meals on wheels. Oh, they have like in a lot of these neighborhoods, they have to be electric <laughs> because there can't be any sound with golf carts in these areas. You know. Uh, for anybody wondering, Lake Mary is where this was. It's it's north, not too far north of Orlando, near Longwood and some other place. I it is near a rock, something wildlife management area. I just I I don't know. Maybe sounds it's just like me they, being dumb. <laughs> sounds like they need to manage that area a little bit better. All right. 
<coughs> Good Look at they what even is... have a soundboard in here. Ready? Yeah. There it is. There it is. I don't know if you heard it. I didn't. Oh, maybe this could be because I'm choking on my own. Here. Oh, there it is. There, Ooh, it is. there it is. Sorry about that. That was loud. Sorry that about shook that. my that was... balls, man. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on with my throat all of a sudden? Was... Oh, I can Hello? test it out for you if you'd like. <laughs> Sorry. No, it was there. It was there for the taking. It was there for the taking. Um, speaking of Florida, because it wouldn't be probably an episode or just anything. With, or I feel like I can't go a week without talking about Florida. The guy gets cited, apparently not arrested, because he was driving around in a vehicle that he named Booty Patrol. That was very, very similar to a Border Patrol vehicle. Oh, no. And I'm trying to, the article, again, this is from UPI.com, says a Florida driver was uh, issued a citation when the sheriff's deputies determined his truck labeled Booty Patrol too closely resembled a Border Patrol vehicle. Um, This office said that the white Silverado, which bears a green stripe, obviously, on the side, and just went there. I'm going to try to find a picture of it. Oh, there's a video. Um, I don't know. Let's watch it on YouTube, I guess. All right, let's let's show the article here. Let's pull this up. Booty Patrol. All right, here we go. Get out of here. Plastered on the side of a truck now has a ticket from the DeSoto oh. deputies. In a Facebook post, DeSoto County wow. put the Chevy Silverado oh, no. with red and blue lights on blast and claiming that he is debated about what's legal and what's not when it comes to customizing your cars. The booty. I have no problem with that, with the exception of the lights. Yeah. Um and 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 he can say he never had him on whatever. Like come up with another name. Booty something, you know, not cops, not police, you know. Booty man. To, to me it's the the badge that resembles the, you know what I mean, the the border patrol with the, the security patrol. thing that blue. Yeah. yeah, that's I'm like that's a little I mean, I don't have a problem with it either way because let's be honest, most of the time border patrol and I live on a border town. You can't drive 10 5 10 miles without seeing border patrol. They're not, I've never really seen them pull anybody over. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't have a huge problem with it. You know, it does appear they're abusing it. But like I said, most of the time you're not seeing border patrol will come and assist the things, but so, they're, they're, they're pretty busy. So you're saying if I'm going to cross over illegally into Canada to do it close to you. I mean, they're, they're very active, but like I said, it's not like they're going to actively pull you over most of the time. And like I said, I have friends that are border patrol and stuff like that. They're, they're not there to pull over random vehicles unless they have a thing but there are there's a you know what's funny though i've never heard anybody breaking into canada it's usually the other way around a lot of them uh show up allegedly in in random ways through the river and then they hit our shoreline and they're just gone oh by the way speaking of canada um december 27th the Mm -hmm. last season a letter kenny airs on hulu Ever the last season. Oh, now Shorzy, Shorzy's already out, so the second season of Shorzy's out. But I was very sad to hear that that was that. Uh, what is that going to be? Season ten, I think. Dang, is going to be their show. last ever season. Man, if you guys haven't watched Letter Ken, you do yourself a favor. Unless you're Canadian, apparently the Canadians don't overly love the show. Which... Yeah, or what's really odd to me is they don't. They've never really heard of it. Like most of the Canadians I speak to, they're like, yeah, I haven't never heard of it. I'm like, hmm. Because Trailer Park Boys was up that way too, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, actually, when we had Evan on not too long ago, I think we brought up either Trailer Park or or that show, and he was just kind of like, "Yeah, I watch it. It's it's pretty funny. It's it was a different take. It was kind of like, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what it is. I mean, it's they're not too far off." <laughs> uh, speaking right. of just, dis- oh, go ahead, Brandon. Yep. Booty monitor or booty inspector? I would have been okay with those. I just wanted oh. to say that. Fair. Hold you. Oh shit. For anybody that's wondering, Toby um, has a squirrel. So if you're just listening, you'll have to maybe pop over and, and see a, the video of it. But to, he he was telling us before we pressed record that the squirrel is slightly addicted to a couple of things. So if you want to uh, if if you so, want to share, you don't have to. Nope. So I have to be careful. If I accidentally leave my cigarettes out, the squirrel will get into the pack and rip cigarettes out of it and destroy them. Um, and I can't get them from him. He will run around the entire room with it in his mouth. And I don't know if you've ever tried to catch a squirrel. It's not the easiest thing in the world. Um, I mean, this is what happens when you try. But um, oh. but he also um, is highly addicted to Celsius energy drinks. If I have one in, his, in my hand, he loses his mind and he tries to get it. Hmm. He made the mistake once of jumping on, on top of a can that was on my desk. He knocked it over. I was like, damn it. I went to go get something. And he's just got his face buried into the liquid. And you can see him go... And they'd stick his head up and he'd shake his head a couple of times because it's carbonated. Then right back into it. I was like, oh, no, no, no. I don't need this. I don't need this. And uh, that squirrel stayed out for six hours that day before he finally kind of just dead stopped on top, on, top of, um, on top of his cage. And he f- like completely flattened out and looked <laughs> like he was gassed. I was like, well, I wonder if he'll let me pick you up. And I like literally just picked him up like this. And he's like, just <laughs> Just set him down in his cage. I was like, well, I hope that's not a heart attack you're having. Close the cage up. I'll explain that to the wife if something happens. So I'm going to throw out a wild theory why your squirrel likes cigarettes. Probably because they smoke in the room. That and I believe cigarettes are like the number one most polluted item or littered item in the entire world. So maybe through generations and generations of, you know, squirrels eating cigarettes in the wild that maybe they've adapted to like a little bit of a taste, whether it's, you know, that little bit of the sweet in the nicotine or potentially for nesting and stuff like that, because it's one of the most available items I would have to imagine in the world. Well, yeah. And it's, this part is really what he's getting after. Like he loves destroying the tobacco part. Like he'll rip that apart. Yeah. He'll just rip that apart. And then he runs around with the filter and then he likes to get the filter pulled apart and then he stuffs (laughs) the filter into like his nesting area. Well, here you go. Here's uh, here, here's your new way to get rich is you come up with a squirrel toy or, you know, an animal toy that is based on a filter style of cigarettes with a little bit of a smell of the nicotine. And you're going to make millions with these. Uh, with oh, these yeah. Peter, Peter won't be all over that shit. <laughs> I mean, if we get in trouble, we'll get a hold of the booty patrol and they'll have your back. Instead of camels, it's squirrels. <laughs> It's just, it's just like 20 individual little, like this is a safe chew down here. And then this is, this is like nesting safe material on the other end. Huh. Why was it, why was it camel that they came up with as the mat? Like, was it just the name? I wonder what the origins Turkish, of the cam- is, They're all, it's Turkish blend cigarettes. Oh, uh, that makes sense. Yep. That makes sense. I miss, you know what? I'm being a kid. I, I, and I never saw any, I don't know, maybe maybe whatever statistics they found out or whatever. 
but I never thought Joe Camel or the Marlboro Man or anything really influenced me to smoke. I wasn't like, oh yeah, I want that brand because they got a cooler mascot. Like, I don't. Camel Joe was cool. I mean, he was a pretty cool dude. I mean, from his bow ties looking like James Bond to like the uh, the mafia style suits and always like the Vegas, the glamour. They they put some thought in there. And, I, and what's crazy too is now it's been so long since Camel Joe's probably not been around. I don't know when he was banned. But if you can find some of the merchandise, the jackets, oh, the banners a, yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. worth it's some money. High dollar, high dollar items if you can find yeah. that stuff. Apparently he was banned May 28, 1997. The FTC concluded that Joe Camel campaign was targeted to youth and requested a court order. Um, yeah. So May 28, 1997, Joe Camel was banned. And I guess if I think about it, I mean, I don't know. You guys, we're, we're all close to the same age. I mean, I know I'm much older than, than both of you, but I can't think of any other brand of cigarettes besides Marlboro and Camel that had mascots. I mean, there was one back in the day. Oh, well, American Indian, but other than that. American mm-hmm. Spirit? American Spirit, yeah. Hmm. I mean, but no, I you're right. Barely... I mean, real and those aren't <laughs> you know that's not Marlboro. Yeah. yeah nope there goes the dogs i could barely i can barely think of a couple of brands of cigarettes and of course me i just i was never a smoker but i mean there was always um, what like newport camel newport Marlboro's camel i mean lucky strikes uh, oh, lucky churchill's strikes, yeah. lnh um i mean there's there's a ton out there. Really, what you get is you get like the same three Winston's, which is what I usually smoke. Um, but usually it's the same three, but like 300 flavors. And my favorite thing is going to a gas station and or anywhere when I go to get cigarettes and recognizing being able to easily recognize the people that don't smoke. They're like, hey, I need three packs of this. And they turn around and they just go. One of these days we'll have to get corner corner store cam on again and have him tell a couple of the different stories about, you know, whether the cigarettes or something like that. And uh, for anybody just listening to uh, kind of a weird segue there, but we are introducing a way that anybody in the entire world can come on while we're recording this show and ask a question. I don't even care if you come on and you want to, uh, you know, like advertise something that you have going on. If you want to ask us for advice, anything, just know that coming in here. We'll try to be is is cool, but you might get you might get messed with a little bit. You might get some follow up questions, and potentially the call might not air just in case there. So if you want, come in with something funny. Like I said, and uh, we've we've kind of been using uh, an application called Riverside, and they do a live call in feature. What's that? It's, he was on the camera, <laughs> so I was like, get off! I'm, you probably just saw just a little shadow come down for a second. I'm like, get off the camera! He's like. <laughs> Yeah, Sorry. No, yeah. No, no, no. It's fine. I was, well, all I saw, I didn't see the shadow and I just like, get off camera. And I was like, okay, fuck, I'll turn my camera off, man. Jeez. <laughs> like, but, uh, this is, yeah, so we're I gonna, feel like I'm we're living with a, a part of my mind. I saw the squirrel that time. I did see it that time. It's, this is, this is pure entertainment. If you guys, again, are only listening, try to watch the live feed every once in a while. There is a, an actual pet squirrel wreaking havoc in, in, in this feed. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Like I said, call in. I think it's going to be something fun. It could flop. I don't know. Like I said, I was telling the guys earlier, we put it on, I put it on Facebook and it had zero impressions for the first hour. So Facebook doesn't want you to come over to Riverside and that's okay. 
Um, we, we would love to have you here. But uh, I'm wondering. Jeez. Toby just got attacked in the face. By <laughs> he just whack. Um, yeah, he's he's man. I'm wondering if Facebook like kind of treats it like uh, other social media platforms, where if you're trying to essentially advertise something on another platform, they're just like, hey, how about we don't push this out to people? Yep. Because in- yeah, Instagram's it's, it's, that way, and and so is TikTok, and. Yep, and I could see too potentially because you know whether you're using Riverside Streamyard or whatever, Facebook has their own way to go live. So I could see them saying, "Hey, this isn't there." Um, but either way, like I said, we'll we'll continue to spread the word and we'll we'll have some fun with it either way. But uh, so, Brandon, what else is uh, what what else has been going on? Anything, anything cool? Usually, this is about the time that Eubin throws in a wild story of something that just you you think that just couldn't happen to a man while he's potentially at work. But uh, you know that's. Intriguing because I, I do recall some uh, silly Yubin stories. <laughs> you know, um, not a whole heck of a lot is going on. I will say this there's a uh, uh, Toby will laugh at this because I am not a thespian by any chance or stretch of the imagination, but there's a, um, a community uh, foundation that comes together and does like a uh, like an open theater, like live production basically every year with a bunch of people from the community and not actual actors. And uh, they do little skits. And one of them is like weekend updates, you know, like they'll have do local news on that, make jokes about it. Mm-hmm. Um, one that um, I was asked to do was the air guitar competition, which I'm going to make a total and complete ass of myself doing that. So, Oh, you're going to be that. in it? Yeah. Oh. So I got practice tonight. <laughs> Wait, did you say you have practice tonight for the air guitar? Yes, yes. Uh, Interesting. Meeting with can the four can, or five. No, without giving, obviously, when it, when is the competition? It's in a couple weeks. Okay, so we can't we can't give um, obviously any insight on your routine. But if you end up needing some advice, I've seen some great guitar moves, and can maybe in Toby, I'm sure we could offer some advice. I'll, I'll take some advice. Um, I'm I'm going to go in there with a. Um, I don't know if you see my old man wig. It's. Mm-hmm. It's a horseshoe with the long white hair. I'm gonna go in there with that. Yeah. And I was thinking about going there with a sports jacket, but no shirt underneath. <laughs> oh yeah. Ooh. Going for like the players only jacket. Yeah. 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 Okay. Just like chest hair and man tits hanging out. You know. Are you going with a pretty aggressive <laughs> song? I don't want. I don't want you to have to tell the song. You know what I mean? Oh, no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. Nobody's gonna see this. Um, nobody... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I hate <it. laughs> by no means did I mean it like that. <laughs> well, this is a great podcast, guys. <laughs> That's funny. That's uh, no. Um, but uh, uh, what what I mean is, look, nobody's seeking out my shit, anyways. Locally, nobody's going to be seeking out some obscure podcast that I that oh, we. God. You um, see the tears at, in his at eyes? 28 minutes in, by the way, too. That's going to be a clip. Everybody's going to. That's going to be the one clip that gets 4.5 million views. A million views. Nobody's going to see Thank this you. anyway. Yep. And then Brandon wiping tears out of his eyes. Yeah. ZZ Top, uh, sharp dressed man is what I'm going for. Oh. Oh man, I wish I could do the air drums for you and be the crazy drummer guy. The one. That... Yes. I so like um, that I, I thought about other songs, but I'm like. That one isn't too over the top, but it's a riff that's so memorable and mm-hmm. people can get into, and I can have a little fun. 
and you, yeah. with you get to play the beard you know what i mean you, you know throw yes. in the beard thing yeah. you know maybe get a little uh, mannerisms from him i like it well one of the moves i was going to throw in is when we're playing you know i'm going to look into the audience i'm going to find somebody i'm going to go you know <laughs> play to the ladies how many play to the ladies how many people ones? participate in this roughly have you have you been to it before you you must have no, heard i've seen bit, pictures but... um like actual participants i would say several dozen Ooh, okay. um, two, two or three dozen. Um, in the audience, I would say probably 300 people. Give or wow. Take. That's a good That's size the, audience though. It's, I mean, it's the, it's the 25,000, um, city size city, mm-hmm. their community foundation for their annual, like, you know, thing. So it's like their big, like holiday thing that they do. So it's, yeah, it's a, it'll be fun. Sure. Are there different classes or categories? You know what I mean. So is it like you say, is it by age, by venue? Like I'm, I'm curious. No, it's and it's not a uh, talent show. Um, right. It's it's more of a just everybody kind of comes together to do silly skits. And I don't know the details of the about. It. It's my first year here. In fact, I've been here for three months now. Tomorrow, crazy enough. Wow. Um, I know time just flies by, but so yeah, it's. That's all I know, but it's going to be exciting. So we're going to tonight to the uh, one of the downtown theaters, not the one, but um, going to have a couple of drinks and maybe a, maybe a delicious soul. cigar as well. Yeah, sounds like yeah, sounds like, sounds like it's going to be a good time though, man. Oh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. I wish I were you know using my voice or something, but it is what it is. No, that's that's cool. I like that. It's something different too. You know what I mean? It's not, I've yeah. never heard of. I've heard of air drum. I think competitions, but I, I would have well, to I've, imagine. I've heard of air guitar competitions. Air drumming competitions have actually gotten to be so popular that uh, there's now a new product out there that's just two drumsticks and a foot pedal. Yeah. And it's designed for you to use, and it'll play all the different drum sounds based on where you're moving the stick. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, crazy. And it's weird, it's, it's weird that you said that because you, last night when I was scrolling social media, there's an account. That his whole account is air drumming. Oh, and he has like millions of followers, and like I just stumbled upon it, and he was just going. I'm like, what is this? Like it caught my attention. Like what the hell? And he like that's what he does. He's like TikTok's air drummer or something. Like he just does air drumming content, and I'm like, good for you. I think he's an actual drummer. If not, he is one hell of an air drummer. So if you end up checking it out, there you go. Hmm. Um, yeah, go ahead, Brian. Have you guys seen that guy? Not this is an air drumming, but that guy that does the one-handed guitar and drumming and singing at one he isn't it's not novels other people have done it but it's all over tiktok and he's actually going touring now with uh, some bands no jesus no i've seen seen buckets the drummer that's the guy that wears the horse head yep helmet and he has a he bucket drums in his in his bathtub yep yep what i love too is i think we've we've probably talked about this but how many people that are musicians or, you know, um, you know, stuff like that, that have been able to make a career, start touring and, and do stuff because of TikTok and social medias and stuff like that. I mean, look at Echo. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's he's been able to tour and do a lot of stuff. Get no label, nothing like that. Just started social media, grinding, grinding. And recently, and I, I don't know if it like you guys, I'm on like music talk all of a sudden lately on my uh, on my main TikTok when I'm on there, I'm just fed like these rappers that have under a thousand followers and you know all these musicians and you're sitting there and you're going holy shit these guys are 
awesome. Yeah. Barely. You know what I mean? You know, you check uh, like <laughs> me, I go through, I'm like, ah, oh, maybe they're new to TikTok, just not a lot of followers. And you, you I look at all of them, a couple hundred Instagram thousand here. Thousand, and I'm like, I can't, I like, I'm instantly following. I'm like, you're awesome. Like I'm here to say you're awesome. And I can't wait until you go famous. And I, I, I was one of the first thousand followers. You know what I mean? Like there's some awesome people out there. I'm not Let's see. Uh, one one of the things that um, like I was I was live the other day on social media on the Tickety Talks, but mm-hmm. um, I get a lot of questions about acting, uh, mainly because I mean, uh, a lot of people that follow me know that in a minute. But I also have been talking about our new show, um, our new miniseries ELE that's going to be airing in December. Where I don't know yet, um, <laughs> but people will come in and they'll say. You know, I want to, I, you know, I've always wanted to get into acting. I don't know how to start, blah, 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 blah. Here's the thing. What, what a lot of people don't realize when it comes to a social media app that is a video app, such as TikTok or even Instagram Reels or YouTube Shorts. Every video you make is essentially a new audition tape for a director or a producer that might be perusing TikTok to see where they can find talent. Because not everybody's going to be looking for somebody that's got a million views. What they're looking for is somebody that has the talent. Like yeah. your your follower count doesn't matter to a producer on TikTok. I mean, it does in a sense that uh, most Hollywood producers or film industry producers, even to include, you know, independent film, they're still for whatever reason looking at your follower count and thinking that's going to translate into, you know, money or the number of views Sales. that that this yeah yeah, that this is going to get and that it it does not translate that way if you ever need to ask anybody to know for sure talk to brody wellmaker he'll be able to tell you um but i tell these guys i'm like first of all social media is a tool to anybody especially nowadays if you're trying to get into acting facebook planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Groups are a plenty. I do. Find your find your state and just put in your state's name and then uh, independent film uh, filmmakers type that in on Facebook. You're going to find a group. Oklahoma Mm -hmm. independent filmmakers is a giant group uh, we found on uh, why we're in Oklahoma. And that's how we got a lot of our extras and things like that. Um, But all these different places have got that. And I tell them, I'm like, you should be using if this is what you want to do with your life. Um, you should be using your your every TikTok that you film as a, as your own audition tape. Why not? Yeah, um, especially like like I was just saying with the music being fed to me. Same thing. If somebody is in there looking for actors or into acting or into this and that, it's going to hand feed them some stuff and probably some accounts you 
just have no idea that even existed. Yep. And if you do that, make sure you give Toby and myself and Brandon all of the credit for when you are the next big film, because it was definitely (laughs) our idea. (laughs) Although, and and 1% of your paycheck. That'd be cool. Yeah. So um, fine. Remember, remember, well, well, you're kind of looking that up, Toby. Remember a couple of weeks ago, we said that the Alaskan um, fat bear contest was going to be canceled, Brandon? Yes. But apparently they had it. And there is somebody that won the f- popular fat bear contest at the Alaskan National Park. Have you ever heard of this, Toby? Uh-uh. There's, a, there's apparently a big, big thing, like the locals and stuff, they live for this stuff, where there's a National Park Service has a fat bear contest. And you can actually go to, like, explore.org and watch the bears live. Just they got cams everywhere. Just check it out. When we did do a clip of the fat bear stuff, there was a uh, there was a select community that was super excited and a little let down that they were actual bears and not a different kind of fat bear. So we do apologize. Oh. We weren't trying to mislead you by any they're, means, but uh, they're looking for Brandon. They weren't looking for for Smokey. Yep, and apparently <laughs> a couple of them shot their shot in my DMs. Maybe that should be a new segment of the show. Who? What did I get in my DMs this week? Because there's a lot of guys out there that are not scared to shoot their shot with another potential guy out there. So. Well, I get middle-aged women and bears. You have a lovely beard. Oh, my yeah. God. I love your voice. Oh, my God. I'm going to stop talking now. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I usually am like, hey, man. I appreciate the support, but I'm going to have to say no. (laughs) I just leave them unread. I'm not going to lie. And then they they just continue to message. And not only that, uh, the DM is filled with that. And uh, people that I think work with, like, have their own Fiverr accounts that just want to promote the show, promote a YouTube. Hey, we'll promote, we'll promote, we'll promote. We'll get all this stuff for only $500. And I'll be like, cool. No, I'm not interested. And then they'll just be like, how about 300? No, just just, just not interested at all. 20 bucks. I'm like, still not interested. Thanks, though, man. But uh, what a weird spam. But uh, for any, yeah, just a Grazer was the um, the Fat Bear Week winner. So congratulations. Grazer won uh, defeating Chunk. Grazer defeat Chunks. 108,321. It was close to 23,000. 134. Uh, 1.3 million votes. It's amazing. You can get that many votes for a couple of fat bears, but you can't get that many votes when it comes to voting season for your politicians. (laughs) Jesus Christ. They live for this shit. America is uh... so broken, dude. Maybe if we just made it, maybe if we just made it where you get to follow around your, the politicians with like live, like webcams, like ring cams. And you can kind of like log in on the website whenever you want to see like what they're doing. What and they're then doing. people get to vote that way. I, I guess maybe that would interest people into being concerned for their future again. Or what you do is you take and you put it into a sports bracket. Americans love sports. So you, you have to just put these political people into sports brackets and make it like a like a March Madness style. You know, mix it up instead of, you know, in the fall, you got to do it in March. And that's how you become a senator or a mayor or potentially a president of something. Hmm. We're on to something. Everybody's going, oh, shit, I had fucking Rand Paul again. (laughs) God damn it. There was a huge upset. I can't believe that Toby beat out this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Brandon, it looks like you got something. 
the face. Yeah, I don't know if I can share this one publicly, but I'm gonna just share it with you guys privately here. <laughs> we have a private chat. Yeah, in the chat. Wouldn't that be funny if I shared a private chat I thought was private? And it was actually on the bottom of the screen. Just fucking <laughs> just go scrolls right across. I think if you press chat and then everyone, there you go. Oh, interesting. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Nope. Interesting. I read the I read the Okay. It, not as awkward as the video that you did send in the private chat last week and said, skip to two minutes and 40 seconds. Well, I can't. Wait a minute. I can't. What? It took me a minute to read it to like, I yeah, had to look at the I'm picture. I'm still reading like, it. I'm still just trying like to read the fucking. Wait. I'm going to. I think we talk about it. I, and I feel like we're not going to go overly, you know, th this isn't us making fun of any communities, but this is a very confusing article that i think if we're that excuse or, or confuse excuse um so this is from dailymail.co.uk you guys can, can go check it out i'm going to read the the title that has us having to read it more than once all right author comes out as transgender man after his wife came out as a trans woman and pair who have a trans daughter they now live in a four-way open relationship with their trans lovers so there's a lot of confusion because you're having, for me, the thing that comes out, man, woman, I don't care, trans or whatever, but then daughter, and then an open relationship. That's the part. Like, is this in Alabama? Roll Tide. Okay, it's Roll, Roll Tide. tide. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you had a guy that was married to a woman, mm -hmm. and the woman is a became a man. man. So now the man has went... Touche and has become a woman. And then I'm assuming they still have their parts because they had a daughter. Mm -hmm. And then the daughter's like, Well, I want to play too. And then a couple saw this chaos that were also flippity floppity couple. Mm -hmm. And they're like, We want in. Is that okay? Does that pretty much sum it up? I th I think, but so so there's like bullet points under the headlines because I feel like their headline was so confusing that they had to do there. It then says, author Rowan Knox, formerly known as Amanda Jet Knox, has announced that he is now a trans man. Knox had previously made headlines after his wife, who had been his husband for 19 years, came out as a trans woman. The couple is in a, um, po what is it, a polyamorous, polyamorous. relationship you, with a fellow trans couple. But this was after the daughter came out as transgender. So thank it was very confusing. The daughter has nothing to do with the relationship. They're in a relationship with some other people after the daughter came out as trans. I think it was just another way to add to it. But it was very misleading, right? So the daughter was the son. And is to now the daughter. The daughter. To, to yeah, the mother they... that used to be the father. To the husband that used to be the wife. Right. I've never never been good at math. Feels <laughs> <laughs> so like the quadratic equation. This is what your algebra equations were warning you of right here. So let's maybe they say a picture is worth a thousand words. Let's see if the picture of the people clarify or add to the confusion. Um, I thought I was ready. Here we go. So here's the article again from Daily Mail. Uh, UK. So here is the 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 couple the four of them wait is that the first picture this is the first one yep well what's at the top of the article 
Okay, never mind. Because what I was here, let me apologize. Let me uh, let me send you this and see what you see at the top of here. Okay. All right. So let's let's end this and let's see here. Because at the top of that article, there actually shows like some bullet. Oh, the daughter and the pre. Okay, yeah. Let's do. So you can kind of like see it that way, so you know what's what. And who is who? I am. So that I'm makes a little here. more sense to you. You have to X out the video, there we go. but uh, author. So here's so the Rowan's same thing there. again. Yeah. Rowan's in the, the glasses and then yep. Rowan's uh, trans wife. And then Rowan's now Rowan's wife's trans girlfriend. And then Rowan's trans girlfriend also. And then their daughter on the left. I'm, I'm so, so confused. I yeah. thought this would clear it up a bit. I like the X. I mean, it, yeah, that does clear it up for me because I wasn't sure who which one was there. But uh, okay, there we go. Okay. I mean, cool. if it makes you happy, man, they do look happy. Yeah, um, all of them except the daughter in the left picture. She looked a little. She well, that was so happy. That was before. That this was, was Rowan was... before the transition. This is Rowan now. The daughter still doesn't look happy. Hopefully, yeah, that was happy. that was taken when Rowan was still a woman. Yeah. So okay, there we go. But uh, there... you know, there's, there's going to be somebody. There's going to be some Kid Rock follower or something out there losing their shit over this. Yeah. And uh, once again, I'm going to say it's up until and and even still, up until Brandon even brought this to our attention, it, this did not affect my life whatsoever. And I'm going to nope. tell you right now, outside of the conversation, it's still not going to affect my life. So good on them. Do what you want to do. Yep. Do what makes you happy. But uh, don't expect me to understand. Because Yeah, I, especially I'm, the I'm headlines. That, I shit. mean, that was, that was a confusing. <laughs> I'm, I'm confused. It took three fairly decently intelligent people to come up with what the headline was. That was I think that was the most confusing. But they got people to click and, and check out that, rank, that, uh, that link in that article. Man, what a time to be alive. My head hurts. Yeah. I feel like I'm not joking. Like I need... One thing, uh, of course, we're not a sports show or whatever, but there was something that I was talking with Toby that just kind of triggered my brain randomly was, I, I don't know if you heard this, Brandon, or if you even care about the NBA or whatever, but apparently the Nuggets court had the wrong three-point line, and they had to fix it. And I like it don't know how that. Did they share with WNBA or what? That I think it was recently repainted or something like that, and somebody just measured it. Uh, I'm just going to pull up the article right now. It said a three-point shot of Dallas guy. He was doing morning practice, and he, he just said it felt a little bit off. It just didn't feel right. So then they came in, they remeasured it, and apparently it was just measured the wrong way. Um, let's see here. Denver, oh, they, the lines were painted too far back on the blue and yellow floor that Denver will use um, in this, and it made the debut Friday night. In the time between shoot-around and the game, the line was repainted at the right distance. So I don't I don't know how that happens. It's 23 feet 9 inches, um, except for the corners were a little bit there, but I don't know how that happens. And I wonder how many times like they actually have to check it like you would just think it's a thing it's like toby made a point he goes aren't they there all the time yeah it's like, it's like yeah i, I thought so 
I mean, how long is it? How long has it been like that? Is my question. I think it was just new because it sounds like there was a new court or a new thing that they're using for some kind of tournament or something like that. And it was just recently painted and somebody just must have had the wrong, uh, the wrong thing. But, uh, and I'm wondering, is again, it, not, was it just one side of the court or was it both sides? Uh, it looked like just one. Hmm. Interesting. What else is going on guys? Anything? Um, if, if not, there was, there was an interesting, article that that i saw uh, and i uh, the headline is what got me and i accidentally closed it out so good for me but there was there was an article of a guy that got stuck in a vault in a uh, in a um, bank overnight and i don't think that he was ro- here it is right here don't think he was robbing it but uh the headline says man trapped in a jewelry vault Overnight is freed when the timer opens the chamber as scheduled. So it was a jewelry vault, not a bank. But he was in there overnight, and firefighters had to actually abandon the attempt to rescue him for safety reasons. Could you imagine? You're in this vault. The rescue team is there, and then they're just like, we we have to, sorry, sir, we have to abandon you for safety reasons. I'm sorry. So does he have to wait till the next day, or is he just gonzo? Uh, apparently he had to wait until the next day. He was in there. Let's see here. Um, they were in communication with him through the security camera, the fire department and, and this person. And then the fire department um, had tools that they were going to be able to try to break through the vault with steel reinforced concrete walls. The process started and after about 10 hours, they reached the steel plating, but they had decided to hold off going any further because they could actually hurt the man inside, which makes sense. I mean, you start hitting steel and you're drilling through that. You don't know where the steel is going to go. The, you know, the pieces yeah. and shit. Was he a worker or was he like a robber? That's so, so that's, and I mean, this is the article. This was from APnews.com, and it just says um, it opened Wednesday morning. So they were in there Tuesday, but it says, uh, where is it here? They didn't elaborate on how he was in there, but the doors opened at 7 a.m. and he was open. He was in there and was released unharmed. But they're not. No point of this article. Article it says um, they didn't. They refuse. He refused to explain how the man got trapped inside this this fire department chief. Yeah, I, can, I, I, I kind of. I was kind of expecting this like now I've pronounced you Chuck and Larry kind of situation where they're on top of the roof <laughs> trying to get a guy out. Who's like naked, trying to slide down into rob a place and get stuck. There has to be something. Oh, he was trying to access the, uh, his safety deposit box. And then the security apparently <laughs> set off that it was a breach. Oh, and locked it down and locked him in. Yep. So AP News didn't have it, but thank you to the economictimes.indiatimes.com for the clarity on this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's, that's this is really making me want to do my newscaster bit again. I, I feel like you should. I feel I mean, like I you should. Have, I one, I think you'd have fun with it. I have a teleprompter app now, so I mean. No, it's cool too. This, if you ever wanted to do it and use potentially this software, uh, Riverside, they you can put in your script and read it as well really not that you need it because you have a teleprompter app but yeah and a new and a new iphone so the clarity on the front camera is now the same as the clarity on my old back camera so i'm I'm all about it 
Breaking news, everybody. Pun intended. Toby's coming back with a new segment. And what's the worst that's going to happen? The social media apps that you post them on, nobody's going to see them except for like 100 people. I mean, we're all, I think we're getting used to that. I think we're all, yeah, we're all used to that by now. You'll at least still continually have some fun. And the next thing you know, this company's going to call you and be like, hey, I saw you on my algorithm doing news stuff. I love it. Would you like a job? Uh, We found another person and we thought would be a great co-anchor with you, uh, Brandon J. I'm like, yes, yes, I'm absolutely going to do this. This is this is the new weekend update that we're getting ready to do. I'm moving to Central America. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. All right. See, like I said, he's he's getting tired. Oh, the squirrel. Just chilling. So uh, my daughter wanted uh, for her birthday, wanted to get uh, some lunch and we asked her what she wanted and she wanted macaroni and cheese from KFC. So we're getting KFC for lunch today. And it got me thinking, uh, and I know KFC. this is off mac and cheese though. I it do for real. Like the only mac and cheese I think better than KFC's mac and cheese. And it's debatable is uh Chick-fil-A's. Yeah. Never had. So KFC is, is going to be number one for me. What's your favorite restaurant? Fast food chain, chicken sandwich. Ooh. Mm-hmm. See, I'm limited. Uh, I'll go first while Toby thinks of it because you, you guys have way more options than me. Man, I'm going to tell you. So KFC, I, I think, is fantastic. I, I, I like the one. They, I, I don't know the name of it, but it comes with the pickles and stuff on it. And it's like a yeah. crispy deep fried one. Like I said, I don't have a ton of I mean, for me, it's like McDonald's, Burger King, KFC. Um, I, shout out, though, the next one, though. Tim Hortons has a really good chicken style wrap that's fantastic i know you guys probably don't get timmy hose down there but that's that no yeah. timmy hose that's not i like the name <laughs> yeah. timmy Ho, tim hortons baby Can- it's canadian and obviously yeah. we're bored for time but uh that's my second I don't, I don't know man like i used to be i used to be big on the arby's chicken filet but it's definitely changed over the years and it's like constantly like overcooked and dried now um hardy's has an amazing chicken filet sandwich I'm not Do gonna they? lie Hardee's does have an amazing chicken filet sandwich, Man, but I haven't um, eaten at a Hardee's in years. Now, I've, from what I understand, Popeyes has got a new one out, and I haven't had it, but it looks fucking amazing. But if I had to go, I, I think I'd I think I'd have to go right now with with Hardee's still. Chick fil A is so low on mine. Yeah, I've heard. Like I said, I've never had the Chick fil A, but I heard it's either like it's a it's a love kind of. I don't know the right word of the following. My brain wanted to say cult following, but it's not a cult following. That it's you either absolutely love it or it's just like. And obviously, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna lean on the the food daddy for this one. Um, I I, honestly, I think one thing that we talked about uh, competition, building it up. uh, Jesus, I thought I thought. (laughs) They're getting attacked by bees. I thought Angel threw something at him at first. It was for anybody that is audio only. I feel bad that you can't see. There is a squirrel legitimately circling Toby as if Toby was in a some kind of a Disney movie and the spells being cast and the spells circling all around him. You good? <laughs> oh, good. No, that was <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> I guess he got some energy back. <laughs> yep. Yep. He did. Sorry. So, no, you're good. So to answer the question, I would say, um, I, I think one way yeah, we could sit here and complain. We talked about it a few weeks ago about how fast food restaurants 
pricing is just out of this world. And you're seeing shrinkage in their food too. Oh yeah, yeah. Like a, a double it's stack. Like candy, it's and, like the candy world, man. Yeah. Um, Do you remember how big? Uh, so. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt because that no, just no, no. reminded me. My favorite go-to is the Burger King original chicken sandwich. Yep. But Solid. I remember when that thing used to be like this long and they would cut it in half, like at an angle, and you'd get two things. Now, it's like this long. And yep. it's more expensive than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, 100%. Uh, double stacks from Wendy's used to be like, You'd get them for like two fifty, three bucks. Now they're like four fifty, and they're like this little tiny burger. I'm like, I went to Wendy's. I ordered a wrap, a chicken wrap, because I'm like, I'm gonna do good. I ordered a chicken wrap combo, um, large drink, and uh, a double stack. It was sixteen fucking dollars, and it was like grocery store rotisserie chicken, couple pieces of lettuce, and ranch. And that was it. And I'm like, yeah. I paid fucking sixteen bucks for this. My fault completely, but um, I'm I'm to the point now where like I'm done complaining about it. I'm just going to the grocery store, and it's not even that cheap there either. But I'm gonna go spend money where I may spend forty dollars, but I'm gonna make some you know two or three meals out of this bitch. And yeah. I went last week and bought some good rye bread, some good pastrami, some good cheese, and I made some pastrami with horseradish and mustard and um, red onion sandwiches and. Ooh. Had good sandwiches for three or four days. Um, yep. Wasn't cheap, but I was able to eat good. But yeah, we, we went good. Yeah. I was just saying to answer the question. What I was going to yeah. go at was uh, with the the chicken sandwich. I think that's one thing that fast food has gotten good at was everybody raised their bar with their chicken sandwich. McDonald's yeah. did, Burger King did. They weren't great there, but they were better than they had been. Yeah. Um, but I would say Popeyes or KFC are definitely the best. Yeah. Yep. But, yeah. Po- it in Popeyes has a brand new one out that. I'm not, I'm not joking. It looks phenomenal. I, I really want to go and try it. Uh, I have not tried that one yet. I'll have to look at it. It's, I don't have and I agree with Brandon. Like we went, we went yesterday morning. We stopped at McDonald's. Um, the wife got a sausage, egg and cheese biscuit. I got a bacon, egg and cheese biscuit with, um, and we each got meals. And then I ordered an additional, uh, Egg McMuffin, you know, the standard one with the ham and the egg. $21. $21 for three yep. sandwiches, two hash browns, and a drink each. Are you yep. kidding me? Those are those are like county fair prices, man. That's, that's festival yeah. prices, you know? Yeah, like I remember when McDonald's, a hamburger was $0.49, cents, a cheeseburger was $0.59. Cents. And yep. cheeseburger we, now, what is it? It's like $1.79? Oh, Something more than that. Just, yeah. More than that, yeah. for just a but, for just a standard cheeseburger at McDonald's, I think it's like two nineteen. But where I'm at, but I mean where it differs, whatever. Yeah. But still, it that's it's unbelievable, <laughs> and and that's just I get it. It's inflation. You're seeing inflation. You're seeing uh, shrinkflation. You're seeing all this stuff, and it's crunching on. And then we're getting into politics here. It's crunching on the uh, the middle class and your working class, and it's like really. Fast food was always great because it was a fast meal that was somewhat affordable, um, depending on where you went. You can go to McDonald's. You, I used to leave there with four McChickens for four dollars yeah. and change. Yeah, well, yeah, and Can't you'd have anymore. you know, and the commercials like you'd always see. You know, Dad would be coming home from a from a long day at work, and he'd bring home a bucket of KFC for the family. Yeah, 
if you want to spend $47 to do that now, you can. Yep. For a bucket of chicken is like, it's like 40 bucks. It's crazy. It's, it's and then for me, like we popped into a restaurant the other day, coming back from a very, very, very small town. We had a basketball game. Like so, so small, the like graduating classes of them are like 12 or 13 kids. And there's a restaurant, you know, we're just like, oh, let's pop in here. You know, I, I, let's, I've never been here. So we popped in and real cool. It almost remind it, it's almost like you walked into somebody's house and they're going to make you a dinner very small there was like three oh, tables I love like that you know yeah. what i mean like legit three tables but in the the nicer weather there's a nice outdoor patio they bring some stuff in there there's a little bit of a wall with like a open window through there and they're cooking in an actual kitchen i think they did convert this house in this small town and they were awesome they were just kind of sitting there probably not expecting people to come in that late and just kind of watching the football game you know the the three or four of them family just kind of sitting around chatting having a beverage and so we walk in they were nice as could be and you know we ordered pizza wings they had a special it was like 19.99 for a large pizza homemade like not frozen crust they rolled the dough out made it all fantastic well, see, pizza 12 wings like <clears throat> places mean, like that though matter or where you know you're going to get some banger food man yep beautiful dinner rolls that were fantastic chicken sandwich all this stuff um yeah loaded chicken tenders a blt wrap two things of fries like all that food and it was only like 54 bucks you know what i mean and then taxes and all that crap leave a tip so you're still maybe 70 70 something bucks but like you said a 40 something dollars for a kfc bucket the amount of food that we got from a small local business i have no problems paying that you know what i mean and well, i love doing that but the other thing that blows me away is the number of people that like convenience has become an issue monetarily yeah it really has um i think i've i think i might order like doordash or uber eats or something like that once a year and it's always and it's always that long of a period between because i forget until i go to order it how much more that shit is going to cost me i yep. got good god i told the wife i was like listen i said it's it's a rough day we got a lot of stuff going on we haven't really had time to eat do you just want me to like, cause Uber eats is finally available in my area, right? Nothing else is available. And I was like, we can get, you know, I, I can order something from Hardee's or we can get from Jersey Mike's or wherever you'd like. She goes, let's just get something from McDonald's, get something for you, Peyton and myself. I was like, all right, literally just three basic meals, right? Like a big Mac meal, a quarter pounder meal. And, uh, I think Peyton got a, a quarter pounder. No, he got some sort of chicken deluxe meal. That was 56 bucks. Wow. 56 bucks with the delivery fee and the, hey, don't forget, um, tip. Mm -hmm. And it took an hour to get here. Yikes. And I'm like, this will be another $56. Year. Are you in, are you insane? So it's... I've been for the last three weeks, the wife's like, hey, I know that you sit at home all day. And this is going back to like what Brandon was talking about. She says, she says, Hey, I know you're home all day. Um, and you don't really have time to eat. You know, do you want me to pick some stuff up from the grocery store? So you have something to eat while you're at home. I said, yes, this is what I need you to get. I need you to get a thing of bread. Uh, I like butter bread. That's my favorite type of bread. To... So I said, get bread, get me some, uh, brown mustard and bologna. She's like, what? I was like, brown mustard, bologna bread and slices of craft American cheese. And she's like, no, you got to have something. I'm like, that's all I need. 
You're going to fry that? I mean, you can fry the bologna. No. You can eat the bologna yeah. regular. Bro, just a straight up bologna and cheese sandwich with some mustard yeah. on it, a butter bread. Bro, I was set. Every day I'd have a sandwich. And at the end of the week, I was like, I just spent less for like a week's worth of my food than I think I, I have in over a decade. Yep. And the crazy thing is, is, you know, it, like everything's like, again, not to get into politics, but everything's being like, all these prices are being inflated grocery stores, you know, going grocery shopping, you know, you get a hundred dollars, you spend a hundred dollars at the grocery store. You've only got like 12 things in your cart. Maybe, maybe yeah. if you get any, um, pay wages aren't going up companies still refusing to pay a livable wage you know the mm -hmm. argument for minimum minimum wage is is more important now than i think it ever has been i i'm interested and i don't have the answer i'm not here to make a statement i'm here just to kind of be inquisitive i'm interested to see you remember when the pandemic hit and how prices went crazy with yeah. food and stuff like that because what, what were we told there's a shortage of drivers um, or there's just so much going on. There is just a backup of uh, there was shipments around the world that weren't happening, et cetera, et cetera. There was no release from that at, after the pandemic petered out uh, whenever the fuck that was, because it just seemed like it didn't happen overnight. It was like this steady, yeah. like Peter out. It's gone up. P prices have gone up. Nothing has petered out since before. Uh, before the pandemic and things weren't great by any means, but they're worse. <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's scary. It's, it's, it it's scary. Well, it's as like a we middle-class man yeah. and say what you want about, about my status or who I am or whatever, you want to make judgments upon what you see here. Um, as a middle-class man with two children and a wife who doesn't work because she's a stay-at-home mom and I'm the breadwinner. Um, we're, we're pinching pennies. We're counting dollars. We're looking here and there of how can we save money and be a little more economical with things? Well, I mean, it's, even the, it's, it's, it's the same with our, I mean, we have a, a mini farm, like the, the, the cost of feed. We used to be able to go and get a 50 bag, uh, a 50 pound bag of cracked corn for like 10 bucks. And now it's like 25 bucks. You know, yeah. you used to get a 50 pound bag of goat feed for 15 bucks. That's now $29. You know, you get a bale of alfalfa that used to be, you know, $17. That's now $30. And you're like, well, what, you know, and it's this, it, it's record profits for all these companies, CEOs. I mean, Jeff Bezos skyrocketed his profit, but nobody else is seeing anything from it. You know what I mean? So all these people are continuously making money. You had, it was the same thing when the, when the gas when gas prices were going up because the price of barrels were going up, but then statistics showed the price of barrels started heavy dropping, but gas prices were literally just staying the same. And yeah. I don't know what company thought it would be a good idea to tell the general population this, but the report came out where they were like, the shareholders don't want us to drop prices because they're making profit. Don't Big tell profit. the public that. Don't tell the public that. Hey, the people that have gotten rich off of this, yeah, they're, they're, we're, we're letting them determine whether whether or not you guys should be able to. I don't know, make it to work next week because your gas is now six dollars a gallon. Just, Crazy. Yeah, I, I just looked at the time for the first time, and we're over. Been an hour and ten minutes already. Can't believe it. Can't believe it.
Um, so yeah, no, I appreciate not only anybody listening, Toby, thanks for joining us this week. I appreciate that as well. Brandon, appreciate it. It's been fun. Sorry about the squirrel. No, no, it's good. That that's 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 what you call free entertainment. So I know that's gonna end up being a clip, me struggling with that damn squirrel back there. Pro- it probably is going to. Um, but again, we'll have to see what Riverside decides to clip this out. So again, can't thank you guys enough. If anybody's listening to this, come come next week, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You're gonna be able to come in here, ask a question, advertise, do whatever you want. You might get messed with a little bit. But it's all in good fun. So, again, we'll, uh, it's going to be the same link that I'm going to continually share on all the social media if you guys end up seeing it. But if you want, shoot me a message on Instagram. We'll send you that, and you guys can come in here. You can, you can watch it before it's edited, and you can ask a question. We'll uh, see how that evolves. In a month from now, it might not be a thing, or it could be really cool. Either way, can't thank you guys enough. That's all we got. You guys got anything else? Yeah. All right. Take care. We're out. Later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. In the realm of beard loss, a trio strong and true. You've been branded in beard loss with tales both old and new. Their whiskers like a forest, their knowledge like a stream, guiding us through beardom and culinary dream. Beard loss, the sage of face of grace, with whiskers flowing, setting the pace. You've been the jester in clouds of green, laughs and wisdom and sight unseed. Brandon J. McDermott, food daddy supreme, a feast of facts, a culinary dream. Beard Laws, the patriarch, his beard a regal crown, a symbol of authority in every bustling town. His wisdom, like bristles, sharp and well-defined, guiding all the bearded with every law outlined. You've been whacking off with laughter in his stride, weed in his hand, and jokes worldwide. A mirthful spirit lighting up the room in the haze of humor, dispelling any gloom. Beard Laws, the sage of facial grace, with whiskers flowing, setting the pace. You've been the jester in clouds of green, laughs and wisdom and sight unseen. Brandon J. McDermott, food daddy supreme, a feast of facts, the culinary dream. Together they unite a trio strong and bold, and beard laws and laughter and stories to be told in the culinary realm that conquer every quest. A podcast that unlanes all the very best. Brandon D. McDermott, food daddy at the helm, master in the culinary every flavor realm. 
From spices to techniques of foodie's delight, guiding her taste buds day and night. Beardlaw's the sage of facial grace with whiskers flowing, setting the pace. You've been the jester in clouds of green, laughs and wisdom and sight unseed. Brandon J. McDermott, food daddy supreme, a feast affects the culinary dream. So gather round, well listeners keen, to the Beard Laws podcast, a vibrant scene, with Beard Laws and culinary flair, a journey of knowledge beyond compare. Hey, this is Casey Shearer. And this is Ray. Do you like pop culture? We're pretty sure you do. Then come on over and check us out at deluxeedition.show. You will not be sorry. Or maybe you will be. I don't know.